As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Hype Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I am super excited because I have a return guest who is, I mean, I don't even know what else to say, but absolutely incredible, knowledgeable, and has something that I think everybody needs. So let's welcome to the show, Gray Robinson. How are you? Hey, Dane. Happy to be here as always. You know, one thing I love is, okay, last time we talked, we talked about one of your programs, which is the, you know, designed to help lawyers, and it's called Lawyer Lifeline, and it's about helping lawyers avoid burnout and, you know, build some resilience and make more money. But I think since the last time we talked, I think you kind of realize that these philosophies that you're teaching that you're you know empowering people with apply to many industries not just the legal industry absolutely and the thing is is that one thing that is goes across the board is that you know we all are human beings and we react to experiences in our lives in a pretty predictable pattern. Um, only problem is I had to go to school for like 20 years to find all this out. And the, uh, the school of hard knocks, the school of psychology, the school of coaching, the school of hypnosis, the school of um, all kinds of cognitive behavior therapy. And I've learned that it really doesn't matter what your career is, if you're experiencing uh, 
fear or negative emotions and it's and it's interfering with you achieving what you want to achieve in life it's interfering with your relationships um you're unhealthy all these things are usually have a, a root cause to that and i my practice is i find out what that cause is and then we have the therapies that can very quickly heal that so you can you know just like coming out of a chrysalis and turning a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. And it's amazing how people can rejuvenate their lives, get a, uh, you know, rebirth their careers and a lot of their relationships heal. And so it's not only uh, an exciting field, it's also very uh, fulfilling for me because I get to help people. And helping people is the key because I think with everything we've been going on the past few years, I think a lot of people need a lot of help in a lot of areas. I think one of the big areas where they might need your coaching most is I think people found out during the pandemic that maybe, you know, they had a little bit of downtime to think about things, you know, because they were on a hamster wheel and Maybe the reason they have burnout, maybe the reason they're not happy with their jobs is they're not where they're supposed to be. They've just been running on this hamster wheel the whole time, and they finally now, by getting locked down, if you're going to take a positive of the getting locked down, had a little time to figure out where they really want their path to be in life. And it's like a uh, any business, any uh, psyche, any relationship has foundations. And when you put a lot of stress on a foundation, you're going to find out where the cracks are. So this COVID that we just went through where the economy went to uh, went on vacation and we're all having to deal with ourselves in new and more profound ways some some of the things that we could skate by and kind of ignore suddenly became insurmountable problems and we our fear turned into panic our anger turned into rage our uh you know our confusion turned into shutdown and so all of that has made people realize that there's something fundamentally wrong here. I don't know what it is. And I wish I knew who I could get in touch with and find out, you know, most people, I, I remember when I first got into healing and uh, helping people, I went to the bookstore. I don't know if anybody remembers what a bookstore is, but <laughs> they, they were a place where you could go and they would have, aisle after aisle after aisle of self-help books. And, you know, and I would look at these books and read a few of them and, and found out that it was all the same kind of thing where it's, it's just, if you, uh, depending on what the self-help was about, if it was about your business, it was kind of like, well, market smarter, work harder, uh, Focus on where you're going to go in your business and do these steps for social marketing that uh, will make it all, you know, wonderful 
or if it was uh, if you're depressed, then all you have to do is meditate or breathe or listen to you know listen to music or do yoga or all that kind of stuff. And the thing that all of these books miss, and the, and, and the thing that's missing from all of this self-help industry that that basically renders it useless is that it doesn't address the subconscious mind because psychologists will tell you and psychiatrists will tell you that of all the brain activity that, uh, you know, all the nerves and synapses and everything else is going on between our ears, only 10% of it is conscious. We're only aware of 10% of what's going on in our head. The other 90% is what we call our subconscious mind. That's where uh, memories are stored. That's where uh, suppressed emotions are stored. That's where a lot of psychosis is stored. That's where trauma is stored. That's where behavioral uh, problems are stored. And they only kind of pop up every now and then when we're faced with uh a threat of danger. And the, the thing I find is that if you don't heal the unconscious mind, you're not going to achieve, you're just kind of putting a Band-Aid on the problem. And so what I do is, and I'm what I've certified and trained in, and master certified, and I, what I do is I find out what is going on in, my client's subconscious mind and we heal that. And then it's, it's like, uh, it's amazing the changes that happen in a very short amount of time, because when you're burdened with trauma and, uh, repressed memories and, uh, negative emotions and negative beliefs, then that's what we often call baggage. That's what, when somebody's carrying a lot of baggage, that's what they really mean, is that they've got things going on in their subconscious mind. It interferes with their relationships. It interferes with their ability to earn a living, and it interferes with their happiness. And unless you're with somebody that's addressing all of that, you're wasting your time. Because it's, it's like that old thing, about geographic cures, no matter where you go, you're going to be there. You're taking yourself with you. And those problems that were causing the problems in the first place are still going to be there if you haven't done anything to heal them. So what I am really excited about, what I really enjoy doing is helping people heal, release, let go, whatever you want to call it, all of these negative things that are rattling around in their brain that interfere with their intuition. It interferes with your positivity. It interferes with their, um, you know, their creativity. When people are, and people who are both emotionally damaged and physically damaged and I'm talking about in terms of PTSD when when people are confronted with horrible things trauma they've witnessed things or they've experienced things that would shock and just you know destroy the psyche of any normal person 
and they do it on a daily basis, like like EMTs and first responders and policemen and everybody else that have to confront uh, trauma on a daily basis, they are going to slowly sink into the creek mud. They are going to become negative people and they're going to burn out. Most people don't understand that burnout is basically the body's way of saying, this is enough. This is unhealthy. We're, I'm shutting down until you have a chance to figure out how to heal what's going on or how to change what's going on. Because if you don't, you're going to go flipping crazy. And that, you're going to you're going to go you're going to get depressed and you end up in a fetal ball. And so, so when you're burning out, it's not something that it's a lack of willpower or you're weak or you're you know you're lazy or anything like that. That's actually your body saving your life. So there's something that's you know very positive about burnout. It's just you have to find out what's causing it and and heal that. I think that's true of a lot of things, like even people, you know, they say you have to hit rock bottom, and, you know, the rock bottom is maybe what is necessary for your body and your mind to create the change needed to not be at the bottom anymore, you know? Exactly, and the, and the thing that people have to understand is your brain will shut down when it's overwhelmed. That's just, we're hardwired to do that. You know and, what's funny about that is, okay, so I've been around a lot of people in my life that like have mentally snapped because they couldn't take it anymore. And you know, sometimes I'm a little envious of them because there have been times in my life that I'm like, why can't I snap like normal people? I, I like, I don't even know yet where that, that line is that you get to that you're talking about, you know, where, where enough's enough. I, it kind of amazes me. Well, and, and I just got to the point where I didn't want to talk to people. I mean, we used to call these nervous breakdowns, but it was like, you know, it just came to the point where the constant conflict as a trial attorney, I just didn't want the conflict anymore because I didn't have any tools to deal with it. And that's another really uh, exciting thing about what I do is I give people the tools to help them deal with that kind of conflict and uh, adversity so that they can become resilient. They can have fun doing a difficult and challenging job and they can get satisfaction and fulfillment from doing things that most normal people would look at and say, you're crazy. <laughs> and same thing with people who are traumatized. You know, there's 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 primary trauma, which means that you've experienced the trauma. You stepped on the landmine. You were in a car tra crash. You had some a loved one that died horribly. Or uh, and then there's secondary trauma, which people like first responders and military who witnessed their people you know, horribly traumatized. Um, and then the third kind is what I call the drip, drip, drip trauma, where you're dealing with um, 
people who are injured on a daily basis. That's the medical people, lawyers oftentimes, and, uh, you know, and even bankers who are, you know, they're especially now when people need money and they're being approached by people who have very heart rendering stories, but they're just not credit worthy. You know, you're the guy, if you're the bank officer, you're the guy that's got to say, no, I can't save you. I'm sorry. You're not, you know, I can't lend you any money. I don't care how much I would like to. It's just that you're not credit worthy. And then you watch these people shuffle out of your office and you feel terrible about it. And so it's in this, especially in economic times like we have right now, um, everybody's hurting. I, I don't know anybody that's sitting there except for that lucky fellow in California that just won $2 billion. You know, I, not very many people are uh, wealthy enough that they don't have to work to make ends meet. And so they all fall into the category of stress, stressful life. Now, the thing that's always been very curious to me and the thing that's been very interesting to me is how can two people have exactly the same life uh, for all outside purposes and one thrives in it and the other one destructs the other one gets PTSD and burns out and that, that's the thing that I've really been doing a lot of research and a lot of study on to try to find out what is it about that person's background or about that person's training or about that person's personality that they just have naturally adapted to a challenging lifestyle and they thrive in it. And I wish I could make a pill for people to take that would help them do that, but it's it has a lot to do with your background, with your childhood, and about your support groups, and your natural disposition. If, if I, I get my clients to keep a 24-hour journal when we get started that – uh, I ask them to write down every thought that they can that they experience during in that 24 hours. And what I look at is are these neg- are these primarily negative thoughts? Are they primarily critical thoughts? Are they primarily happy thoughts? Are they primarily uh, self-confident thoughts? And most of the time, I find that people are experiencing thinking patterns that are negative and so they uh and if you believe the adage that all perception is projection which means that we see what we want to see mm-hmm. and what so if you're having negative outlook on life you're going to see everything that's negative and you're going to notice all the things that are irritating and get triggering and make you angry because that's what you're focused on, you know, and that's that's what we call cognitive bias. So you buy a yellow Volkswagen, and then all of a sudden, all you see on the road are yellow Volkswagens. So, all of this factors into helping people understand that what they're experiencing is largely between their ears, and all they have. And when we heal what's going on there assuming that there's not some chemical imbalance in their brain that's making them psychotic, then um, 
you know, they ex- have a diff- completely different experience. And they start seeing the things that are positive. They start being having feelings of gratitude and, and um, forgiveness and, and flexibility and happiness and joy and fulfillment. So that what used to be a really depressing job turns all of a sudden into something that is worthwhile and fulfilling. I love that because we spend most of our life working. It should be the latter. You know, if you're not loving what you're doing, then there has to be change because you should be loving what you're doing every day. If you're going to spend most of your life working, right? Exactly. And if the, here's the perfect example. Um, if you love what you're doing, it's not work. Yep. hundred percent. So it's, you know, you don't have these thoughts of sacrifice, you know, most lawyers I deal with and it's a, it's what makes them good lawyers, but it makes for, you know, depression and anxiety is that they buy into this notion that they have to sacrifice themselves for later gain. And when you do that, the later gain never shows up when you, when you, you know, you, they, the saying is the law is a jealous mistress. Uh, but what it really means is I'm going to sacrifice my health, my family and my lively and my happiness to this, um, ungrateful wench. And I hope that I'll get paid one day, paid enough money to make it worthwhile. And the thing I found out after, after 27 years of practicing law is no, the money doesn't make it worthwhile. Uh, it, you know, it certainly is a rational, it makes you rationalize why you're experiencing what you actually, the money interfered with me going to get help because I had this notion that that's just the way life was. And you just have to white knuckle it, let the money make up for, you know, the strained relationships, the, uh, unhealthy lifestyle and, and the sleepless nights. So the best thing you can do is ask for help from somebody that knows how to deal with the stress and anxiety you're experiencing. Um, and I'm not talking about 10 years of therapy. I'm talking about somebody that can get to the bottom of it and heal it within a couple of days. And so it's because otherwise you're just doomed to repeat everything you've experienced in the past. Because we are creatures of habit. And that's another thing that people don't understand is that if we, the more we think about negative things, the more we're going to think about negative things. And the more we think about negative things, the more negative things that are going to happen. So it's really in our best interest to do, find out why we're thinking negative thoughts, turn those upside down, as they say, make them positive thoughts and experience that kind of living for a while. And most people are amazed at how easy life becomes. Not to mention saving marriages and saving relationships with with your children and your friends and your colleagues. And or the bar association is about to disbar you because you're an alcoholic. So it's and it's kind of like uh, uh, leverage effect or geometric 
progression. All you have to do is change one little fault and the rest follows immediately behind and it multiplies geometrically. So it's like, you know, if you get down to, it's like a fulcrum and if you change the very bottom, then everything above it changes with it. That's right. I agree wholeheartedly and I agree wholeheartedly with almost everything that you said. Well, not almost everything, everything that you said. What I meant by almost is add to it. I'm going to talk about something that you were talking about, the self-help. I've been somebody since I'm 11 years old. I've read read pretty much every self-help book. I've gone to tons of seminars. I've every CD program, cassette program, I, you know, all that stuff. And one thing that I did notice at, at this stage of life opposed to my younger stage of life is, you know, it really used to annoy me when I was younger that people would talk about Tony Robbins. I would go to seminars and they're like, oh, he's just a temporary pump up. You're pumped up for the weekend and then you got to go back to your real life and you go back to, you know, not, not you know, the way you felt before going to a seminar. Now, I always felt when I was younger doing that, like, that's because of you. And I still believe that way. But that's because of you because you're saying up for somebody else to solve all your, you know, negativity, solve all your issues. And, and, you know, instead of giving you the tools, you're expecting them to do it for you. And that, But I also realize at this stage that to your point that that pump up isn't the solution, it's a band-aid. And it's what comes after that pump up that counts, and that's where you come in, I believe. Well, I would I agree with that, and I, I I would have to say that Tony is one of the icons in in this area. That his most people don't realize that his true expertise is in neuro linguistic programming. He is an absolute master at it. If you want to ever learn how to do a neuro-linguistic programmed uh, speech, watch him because yeah. he he has all of the uh, neuro-linguistic uh, therapies built into his speeches. And so it's not, it, it's a little bit more than a rah-rah. Um, oh, I totally believe thing. that because I love Tony. I yeah. think it's the person because they're just using the rah-rah part, but they're not, like he always says, you know, action. You got to take a massive action. And that's what I was uh, referring to is like, people don't take the massive action. They think the massive action is going to a seminar and doing the whole rah-rah. The massive action is what happens when you get back. Exactly. And I would, I would say that one thing that, in my experience, that most people um, experience with going through that sort of thing is, is again, these are all superficial changes that people are making, but it's not changing what's going on in their subconscious mind. So what happens is you change your conscious mind, which is the, you know, the, like the icing on top of the cupcake, but the foundational part doesn't change. And so it may be sooner or it's going to be later. You're right back to where you were before because your subconscious mind uh, is 
much more powerful than the conscious mind. And if your conscious mind and your subconscious mind are not aligned, then your subconscious mind is going to win. And so you can set all the goals and have all the action steps you want. But if your subconscious mind believes that that you're a loser, then you're going to self-destruct. And it's not going, you're not going to get the achievements. You're not going to achieve what you want. So that's the missing part is what I was saying earlier is that people have to heal what the issues are in their subconscious mind that are dictating what's going on in their life. And if you do that and you start listening to your intuition and your creativity expands and you start doing things in a new and different way, simply because your subconscious mind is on board with what you're doing. And, and all of that, you know, you think of it in terms of energy, if only 10% of what you have, if you're only using 10% of what you have available, it's going to be much harder to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. And so if you, but if you put 75% of what's available to bear on the issue, then you're really going to see some results. And that, that's the difference, I think. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like something popped into my head while you were talking about Tony is that Albert Einstein said, you cannot solve a problem with the same thinking that created it. And so what that means is, is that your subconscious mind is creating these problems for you. And if all you're doing is changing the conscious part, you're not changing the subconscious part. You're just going to keep creating these problems yeah. over and over and over again. It's just, it's like you like people who keep marrying the same kind of woman thinking that each one is different. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking too, while you were saying that, it's kind of like if you have a house that has a cracked foundation, it's kind of like renovating the house is not going to help because you still have a cracked foundation and it's going to damage the house again. Uh, touche. That was exactly what I mean. And the thing is, is that um, you're just going to uh, experience the same thing over and over and over again. And not knowing why, because you don't know that you have this negative emotion or negative belief that's in charge of your subconscious mind that is self-destructing everything you're doing. It's like the guy who um, has a belief that he can't achieve anything worthwhile and he's a project manager. Well, guess what his subconscious mind is doing? He's, you know, he's, he's laying these landmines out there that are subconscious interfere with his relationship with his co-workers it interferes with the client it interferes with their his employers and so ultimately he will always fail which reinforces that belief that he can't achieve anything uh, you change you know you get in there with some cognitive behavioral therapy and change their mind their subconscious mind into believing that I am a successful person and then all of a sudden their behavior follows that and their behavior without even thinking starts behaving in a successful way and people all of a sudden become successful and they you know they're quick to credit me I have nothing to do with it all I did was help them heal what was going on between their ears 
And so, and the thing is, is uh, I probably could go on for three hours, but the, <laughs> the thing is, is that our physical body is connected to our mental and emotional bodies in a profound ways that we're only just starting to understand. So if our mind can affect our immune system, which makes us sick, if we're sick, that affects our immune system. So you look at all the COVID victims so that we become depressed and uh, physical problems out, out the roof. And it's so it's the most important thing we can do is to heal what's not only going in our physical body, but also what's going on in our emotional and mental bodies. Sometimes that means becoming mature. Yeah. And that that, people, that was part people, of my point earlier, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I caught that. And it's the thing is, is that most people don't know what maturity is. Yeah. And they're acting out their adolescent and their teenage years with their relationships and with their, um, you know, in their marriages and in their parenting and in their work and with their colleagues. And they're just acting like teenagers. You know, I, we were talking earlier about the fact that this new thing is, uh, is started to be called the Trump derangement divorce where people are, can't agree on their politics, and so they get divorced, which is really a symptom of a larger problem in that people don't know how to communicate. Yes. And they, they don't know how to, um, what's the word, be flexible. I also think they don't know how to put themselves in other people's shoes. You and I talked about how there's variables, so... You know, a perfect example is a great story. I was in California before the first Trump election, and one of my friends out there said, Hillary's going to win by a landslide. And I said to him, like, I will bet you $1,000 she does not win by a landslide. I didn't say that Trump would win. But what my point was is I said, you live in this California bubble. Maybe if you went to the South or the Midwest or some other place outside California, you might see why it won't be a landslide. And people live differently. They have different upbringings. They have different values, different morals based on their geographics alone. So, you know, and there's many other things that it's based on as well. But just that one variable geographics could make the difference on who you vote for, to be honest. Exactly. So let's tell everybody how they can reach out to you connect on your websites, connect you on social media and, uh, you know, whatever offers you have so that they can reach out to you and get the help that they need. Well, I have a number of email addresses. Um, my one is James at James gray Robinson.com. My business emails are gray at lawyer lifeline.net. And so you can get me on either one. You can either go, I have a number of websites you can go, and uh, I have close to 100 articles on stress and um, anxiety and burnout and, and wellness and how to live a fulfilling, resilient life. Uh, one is LawyerLifeline.net. There's JamesGrayRobinson.com. And there's ElevateYourMindCoaching.com. 
I get published regularly in national magazines, and I reprint all of those articles on my websites. So, um, and also, if you want to talk or you want to have some sessions, there's all kinds of options there from um, from the you know hour consultation to uh, a six weeks consultation, which is um, pretty from top to bottom change everything about your life or whatever it is you want to change. So it's, um, it appeals to everybody. You know, I've tried to make it as inclusive as possible. Uh, so, and you know, I even have free 15 minute consultations. If you'd like, just, to see if I'm, I can help. So, uh, I know that there are a lot of people hurting out there. They don't have to. They can actually be happy and fulfilled and excited and uh, successful. And it just it doesn't take a lot of hard. It, it takes some work, but it doesn't have to take a long time. And it, it's pretty pretty quick cure. I I I think you hit the key on the head. Is you know, especially for those people that have done things for years and years and they haven't worked, it's because, to me, what you're doing is treating the source opposed to the symptom. And as long as you treat the symptom, you're always going to have the problem. When you treat the source, you eliminate the problem and come up with the solution. I'm going to quote you on that. Do it. Was, well, thank you, Dean. Hey, thank you, uh, Gray. I you know, I got to tell the listeners, they definitely need to check you out because I've known you for many years and you are not only a huge help to people, but you're altruistic about it as well. You know, it, this is a way of life for you. It's not something you need to do. It's not something you're doing, you know, just to have a business. It's something you're doing to change people's lives. And everybody needs to check out ElevateYourMindCoaching.com and check out you know lawyerlifeline.net especially if you're a lawyer because you work specifically with lawyers on that but there's so every industry needs your help and every person needs your help and i know you're the one to do it so thank you gray for all that you do and thank you for being on the adventures of pipe man i appreciate it dean as always it's been a blast thank you for listening to the adventures of pipe man on W4CY Radio. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.